and Grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan. Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. The palindrome episode. Ooh. Welcome to there's now you've just like I'm you, so sorry you're off the balance and you said it's a palindrome <laughs> 161 of there's no place like Tara a Stargate first watch rewatch podcast I am Nixie and I'm Grace and today we are going over uh, Stargate SG one season eight <laughs> episode five yes icon yes AKA the reverse prime directive. <laughs> It is the reverse. All the meddling. <laughs> That's very appropriate. I feel like I'd love the crossover where, like, any of the captains are like, "What are you guys doing? You're doing all of the wrong things." We literally, there's, yeah, we have absolutely no prime directive. Yeah, yeah, we, we it's like, what do they do? Let's do the opposite of that. We don't even know what the, you know. Star Trek must exist in this universe. Yeah, and. Yeah. They're like, no, fucks. Yeah. Mine is, uh, my AKA is one that I know the powers that be on the series used for quite a while. And mm. before they named this episode, English patient Daniel. <laughs> Mind you, I like it. I've never seen the English patient. <laughs> nice. You know, I don't know that I have. It is Oscar season. Maybe it we is. should watch it. I do like Ralph Fiennes a lot. Uh, He's yeah. the person in that, right? Yeah. I'm remembering the right movie. <laughs> it, well, it's one of the Fiennes. I thought it was. Uh, is it Ray Fiennes? It's a, well, it's Joseph's too young. I was like, it's Voldemort, right? Yeah, I think you're right. Voldemort's in that one. It is. It's Ray Fiennes, Juliette Binoche, and Willem Dafoe. All the people with with Willem names that Dafoe. look that look like they're pronounced one way, but are all pronounced. Willem <laughs> Dafoe. <laughs> This is brought to you oh. by Matt Myra. Oh, I watched The Omen. Here's another one. I watched uh-huh. The Omen yesterday. Oh, jeez. It's a great comedy. <laughs> well, can I tell you the first... The, the Omen. The first time I watched... Um, like, it's not meant to be a comedy, it's but not. it is. The first time I watched... Oh, crap. What's the... The, the, the Exorcist? The, yes, The Exorcist. I laughed my ass off. Yeah. Yeah. They all tried real hard. The, with Damien, little boy Damien. When she goes upside down down the stairs, uh-huh. I couldn't breathe almost. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there was just, we. I think uh, Jesse and I tried to legitimately watch it, and we just kind of MST3K'd our way through it. Mind you, when I went to see The Grudge in the movie theaters, oh, yeah. we had to have uh, a housemate go in. It's daylight. Yeah. It's like three o'clock in the afternoon. Sure. He had to go in the house before us and turn all the lights on in the house. <laughs> and when I saw Ringu, never seen the ring, but oh. I saw the original Ringu, I had to cover all the reflective surfaces in my dorm for a week. I can see that one. Yeah. I cannot wait for La Llorona. I'm no. Come at me, bro. I'm not. You know, here's the thing: is her and I are old friends. <laughs> I've known La Llorona since I was like three. I'm sure. I feel like I've had this conversation, and I apologize for those of you who listen weekly, who have to hear me. I am ready. I am ready yeah. to face my old foe. No, and put her where she needs to be. No. <laughs> I there's something about like no. Yeah, she coming. She coming. You're gonna watch that one on your own. Oh, yep. <laughs> August 6, 2004. Let's do this. This episode is written by Damon Kindler. 
directed by Peter F. Wostel. Can I tell you something? Though? I still mopply mispronounce his last name. Yes. W- Weist. Woista. I'm sorry. Wosta. <laughs> it's Wosta. <laughs> Every city in Massachusetts is pronounced Wosta. Yeah. We have at work, so you guys know we work and do designy things, and, and we, we do map things for stations in that northeast region. And we have one guy who grew up there, and so I like to pronounce things wrong at him. Mm-hmm. So I'll say Albany. <laughs> and go, Albany. And then I'll go, Worcester. And he goes, what's the... Well, that's like... This... And it's like he can't help it. He yeah. must pronounce it. it. It's like a bunch of the cities sort of in the Great Lakes, because they're all... Like, half of the cities in the Great Lakes area are just, like, the Indian... Yeah. Translate like names yeah. for the place, and those usually are also these fun times not pronounced how they spell S- spell it like you say it. No, no, <laughs> no, thank you, no, thank you. Uh, anyway, so <laughs> his name's Worcester. Worcester, Amy Sloan, <laughs> who plays Letta. Um, I think I remember her most from Day After Tomorrow. Oh, she was in the library. She's the woman that kept arguing with Jeremy about keeping yeah. the Gutenberg Bible and uh-huh. kept arguing about how Nietzsche is a chauvinist pig. Which, yeah, <laughs> well, uh, you know where I know her from. Where do you know? I know exactly where you know Every, her from. It, it is Sheila. Yeah, from the Yale Daily News. Okay, that's not <laughs> where I thought you knew her from. From Gilmore Girls. Oh, I forgot. I did not. I missed the fact she was oh, in Gilmore Girls. Oh, she is in Gilmore Girls, and she plays one of the regulars at the Yale Daily News. I assumed you knew her from Grey's Anatomy. Oh, she was in a Grey's Anatomy Stairway episode. Stairway to Heaven. <laughs> As Kelly, because I knew you'd ask. <laughs> Dang, yeah. Uh, she was in an episode of Mad Men. She was in a couple episodes of 12 Monkeys. She's in NCS Numbers, which got the only crime show I've ever really loved. Numbers. <laughs> Shocker. Weird. Funny. Weird how, how that, that works. Is predictable. I'm just going to call her Sheila throughout. Okay. Because <laughs> um, that won't get confusing because I'll keep calling Aletta. Yeah. <laughs> Not at all. Uh, and Matthew Bennett, if he looks familiar to you sci fi fans, uh, that's because he's the fifth Cylon in Battlestar Galactica. Oh. He's Arian Doral. So, wait, is Matthew Bennett her husband? Yes. Okay, got it. Because yes. he did look familiar to he me. He looked so. He was. Um, most known for a lot of people, he was in Cold Squad, I don't know a Canadian one. crimey show. Uh, he played Daniel in Orphan Black, which I know a lot of people are huge fans of. I didn't make it all through the series. To me, he looks like someone else. Yes, he, he does. He looks like another actor who I don't know the name and of. And I so don't know his name of either, this but is I a great can story. exactly <laughs> what you mean. Yeah. His first TV gig was playing a workman in the immortal episode of X-Files, oh, The wow. Host. Oh, boy. Which is a big old dope. I still have an X-Wild. Um, let's just say that X-Files... I watched X-Files first run, which, if you do the math, was too early for me to be watching X-Files. <laughs> uh, and the host is one of the ones that traumatized me for many, many years. Wow. Because it's it's basically a uh, sewer monster 
And so I used to be afraid to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night. Well, yeah. Because the, the host would come, come up, up through the toilet. And nice. to this day, if I'm not 100% awake when I have to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, yeah. I'm still like, how fast can I pee and go back into bed? I think the... Because there's also oh. things that live under my bed. Well, there's things so in the bed. There's things the- in the mirror. <laughs> there's things in what? There's so many scary things living everywhere. I have to, like, jump from as far as I can into the bed as quickly as you yeah. can. The Bloody Mary one will still get me like I cannot walk past our bathroom <laughs> and look at the mirror I had my boom box uh-huh. growing up my boom box had a red light even when it wasn't on, on. yeah and I le- just assumed it was the Borg right naturally it's as coming. you would in the middle of the night it's you coming. see a red it's light coming. it's coming without your glasses on do you remember the uh there was like an old I think it was albino black sheep video that was an animation about George Washington, no. but it kind of spun spun it to where he was a little bit scary. No. So it just goes, Washington, wa- Washington. And he goes, he'll save the children, but not the British children. <laughs> and then, like, someone comes in and he goes, he's coming. He's coming. Oh, Jesus he's coming. Christ. So it's a little, like, creepy. But it's like a hero's tale, and then a lot of dicks happen. A lot of dicks. <laughs> a lot of dicks. That takes an unexpected yeah, turn. Yeah, it's very... So, he's coming. He's coming. He's coming. I also um, assumed that the... I just blanked on the name, but the beasts from Ghostbusters, the doggy things, um, they lived oh. in my closet. Because the scene where she, it's, it, they throw the jacket in the closet yeah. and he's sitting there. I used to have to close my closet because I assumed it lived in it's there. It's going to come in. And it would attack me if I didn't close the closet. Speaking of. Before. Speaking of dogs. <laughs> in the Omen. Worst casting choices ever as the evil dog. Because that dog is so excited to be there. <laughs> and so happy. What kind of dog is it? It's a, I think it's like a Rottweiler. Oh. It's the happiest <laughs> Fluffiest, big-butted Rottweiler, which just kind of wiggles around. Um, I've uh, seen that Rottweiler. It's, it's really... you got to watch The Omen again. you got to watch it. It's so bad. We got to the point where we were watching it at one and a half speed. Oh, Jesus. Which also made the soundtrack great. <laughs> Latin in fast forward <laughs> is fun. Makes somehow more sense than Latin yeah. normal speed. Uh, yeah. Even watching it at one and a half speed, we're like, is that the trainer in those trees? <laughs> and we're like, oh, there's like four guys in those trees in the shot. Cool. <laughs> um, also, fun fact about where these people on this planet could have been taken from on Earth. Oh, uh-huh. Caledonia is a name of a place. Yes, An ancient is. name of a place. It is the ancient Roman name for Scotland, or at least the area north of Hadrian's Wall. Oh, yeah. So... Yeah. They may have been. It works. Irish? Scottish. Scottish. You did say Scotland. Yeah. North of Hadrian's Wall. Well, she does have red hair. That's what I was going to say. She has red hair. So it, I think these people are Scottish. I like it. Um, also, I love how playing the episode translation game. Oh, yes. Because they have it on the thing. So in French, this was called Fire to the Powder, as in Spark of the Crisis. Oh. It's like a saying in French that okay. I'm assuming that's what Fire the internet to the told powder. me. In Italian, it's called The Promise. <laughs> I like that one. And in it's Czech, very romantic. And in Czech, it's In the Name of Faith, which also is fitting. Yes. Yeah. They all work. They all work. That Italian one, though, let's hit the nail right on the head. The promise. The promise. You can't say it. In, you have to say it in a whisper, like the in a promise. dramatic whisper. Yes, like a like a Lifetime movie whisper. <laughs> Daniel Jackson in The, the promise. promise. So we start 
in a house filled with antiques. Yes. And a beautiful woman is slowly unwrapping an injured Daniel Jackson. Mm -hmm. Apparently his eyes were super injured as well. And now maybe they are fixed. (laughs) Like maybe some LASIK happens. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) He's the blind guy you're looking for. It is very dramatic. It and is creepily sexy. This seriously opens as a lifetime film. It does. It does. Um, so, what did he get hit with? The chicken Shrapnel. pox? Like, yeah, it's just the way they. I think it is. I think the way it they're doing shrapnel. it is yeah. it's little tiny pieces of shrapnel yeah. marked his face. It just perfectly around the spots to where he's still very, very handsome. I mean, can anything unhandsome <laughs> Daniel Jackson? I was just a little like, what the fuck? Okay, let me take that back. The hair, season one hair drapes might... May unhandsome the handsomest of all people. Yeah. I like that unhandsome is a word now. <laughs> That man is unhandsome. He's been dehandsomed. Yes, he had the handsome. That I love that. It's like there's hope. Like we can rehandsome him. Uh, we clearly missed something. A good thing we'll flash back a lot in this episode. But they're miles from the city. Something terrible and deadly has happened, and whatever has happened, Daniel thinks is his fault. Of course. Credits. That's the Daniel way. It is the Daniel way. All problems are my own problems. Mm-hmm. I did this. I must fix everything. So when we come back, we're three months back in time. Going back in time. <laughs> uh, we're in a museum tour where the final stop is the Great Ring of Avedon. <laughs> and it was found only 150 years ago. And they believe it was created to worship ancient gods, thinking all the symbols and the different names of gods, but they can't translate anything. I do love this approach. I feel like this is not one we've seen yet on another planet. It's usually like, oh, yeah, we were scared of that, so we buried it. Or, oh, that old thing, we don't know what it does, so we ignore it. Exactly. Or this is the one other time where I think it's plausible that we would do something like this. We're like, we don't know what it is. Let's put it in a museum. Exactly. Yeah. It's exactly what we would do. Let's steal it from another country and put it in a museum. Exactly. (laughs) And I love how their name tags are tiny gate chevrons. Yes, I want one of those. I do too. (laughs) That Um, would be a good cosplay. It would be. It's all black, tiny chevron. It would be a very subtle and very niche cosplay. Yes, yes. It would have to be for a specific Stargate. It would have to be, like, for the Stargate yes, con exactly. that we're not able to go to. <laughs> we don't want to talk about that. Um, but then the Great <laughs> Ring of Abaddon starts to dial. There's oh, an yes. incoming wormhole. Thankfully, everyone backs up far enough not to be destroyed by the Kawoosh. Yeah. And I love how one guy in the background is going, is this part of the exhibit? <laughs> this is a thing? It's a th- I, didn't, I didn't get 3D glasses. Where's my 3D glasses? Mel B comes through. Oh, my God, can we take a minute and talk about Malpy? Malpy. First of all, our fucking hero. Every time. I know. Boots on the ground. Yeah. Recon mission. Exactly. Malpy is there. Also, I had no idea how massive Malpy is. not small. He's not small. He's tall. He's, he's big. <laughs> he's very big. Um, he's like curiosity size. Yeah. And so... In my brain, because there's never people around when you send Malpy, he was a little tiny bot. So now that I see him next to human, I'm like, holy shit, it's huge. Which also makes me think, oh my god, is Wally enormous? Ooh, no, we see Wally do in we conjunction see Wa- to people. We do. Now, or is that just how it's framed? Because you don't really see faces and True. things. I want to say that, that Wally is tiny. But I think Wally is, yeah, he's like... Like a baby Malpy? 
Um, to me, like, if Wally was standing next to you, he'd go to your waist. Okay. Yeah. I'm good at, like, R2 size. Yeah, like R2 okay. size. And in my head, also, speaking of curiosity, I don't, no one can tell me otherwise that uh-huh. curiosity wasn't based off, partly off Melpy. Yeah. The design of curiosity. They look nothing alike. I don't care. Doesn't matter. In my head. Yeah. They evolved from one. Yeah, I love Melby. In my brain, robots evolve. Listen, <laughs> Curiosity was sent just like Melby yeah. to Mars. Yeah. To do our recon. Yeah. It's our, you know, also, it's our guy out in the Also, speaking of, can we just say oh, RIP and peace, Oppie? You also, good while we're doing that, Oppie. we completely forgot to, a couple episodes ago, can can we seriously raise a glass for Carmen, who, who passed? <gasps> really? Yeah. Cheers. Jacob, Somat, Carmen. Damn. You were Poppy. an amazing awesomes. Mm-hmm. For sure. Salud. You will be remembered. Oh, that was strange. So, Belpy scares the shit out of all the tourists. Uh, and fade to later that day or so when SG-1 comes through the gate to greet Commander Gareth and he you know, greets them in the name of the Rand Protectorate, uh, which is one of the two countries on this planet. And they're like, yeah, sorry for scaring all the peoples. Showing up in a museum is new for us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's questions all around. Explanations will come later, including how the whole galaxy is filled with humans. We'll get mm-hmm. to that. Sure. Yeah. Daniel quickly picks up on everyone wearing little Stargate necklaces. Yeah. That it's an old tradition, but these days more people are wearing them for the sake of fashion than religious belief. Fair. Which to me, I kind of put in the same realm of like wearing Thor's hammer. Which I've done. Like, I yeah. have a Thor's hammer necklace. I, I mean, Madonna wore cl- crosses well, in the 80s in I the same fashion. I think the difference, I think, more people wear crosses because of, of religious, religious belief. Sure, that's fair. I think, to me, it's more of a thing of, like, Thor's Like, most people wear Molnir because yeah, it's a cool symbol it's and it's Molnir yeah. than actually the belief that's in true. Thor. Yeah. So... Uh, Wait, you don't believe in Thor? I do believe in okay, Thor. I named my dog Thor. <laughs> Your dog is a, a, a namesake to the gods. Exactly. <laughs> Just the the Marvel one and not the... Minus to the <laughs> the PlayStation Naughty Dog Gods of Nathan Drakeness. I mean, Nathan Drake's probably real. He's definitely real. Yeah, for sure. He's Nathan Fillion in hiding. <laughs> Yes. So uh, Kane tells him who is uh, that we'll meet more later. Uh-huh. The sort of first in command to Gareth uh, tells him that the history tells him an age when powerful gods ruled the world and the great ring was the source of their power. And Gareth quickly is like, yeah, most people know that's just a legend. Yeah. But with the great ring activating, probably going to be a stir among yeah, those who Yeah, now it's going to be a thing. It's going to, yeah. Yeah. Put hope into the people who maybe no hope should be there. <laughs> so back in the present, uh, Lana starts wiping Daniel's brow, hoping not to wake him. Here's the thing. If you're trying not to wake someone, don't touch their face. Period. <laughs> Period. <laughs> That's the pretend I'm trying not to wake you. That's the, oh, I'm sorry. I was trying not to wake you that I do to domestic partner Jesse. <laughs> When I get home late from work, but I really want to tell him something. And I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean anyway, to wake anyway, you. I, didn't, I jumped on the bed with all the dogs. I, I didn't, totally mean, to didn't mean to wake you at all. When I whispered at them, go get the daddy. Uh, so, yeah, she gives him a bit of meds, which they have to ration. Uh, and he asks her to stay. Yeah. 
So two months ago now. It's been a while since, you know, Daniel's been in... in Taken with care a lady. of by a lady. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the the SG, SG-1 and Jack are in the briefing room, uh, and there's a big map of the planet. And yes. The other country is Caledonia. I love how um, there's always two countries. Yeah, there's never like three. Well, no. Well, I guess what I mean is... Jonas had three. It's true. They did have three. Yeah. And there's technically three sects here. Yeah. But, you know, Earth has like, what, 70, 80, 100? Earth has four countries. <laughs> so, I feel like if someone came to Earth, there would be like the four that are like, no, no, talk to us. Yeah. Front and center. So, I wonder in these other planets, how many countries are like... What the fuck? Like, yeah. Like, Canada's like, hello. <laughs> we're right fucking here. We're not trying to war with anybody. Yeah, we're just We're here. just minding our own fucking shit. Why don't we show up on your map? You know, it's the same thing of how Ikea kept forgetting on New Zealand on maps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just kind of like this thing where we're always... I wonder where this other country is uh, on, on yeah. these planets where they're just like, fucking again? Yeah, this planet again? has, like, 20 other countries, and they're like... Guys, can you not blow our planet to shit just Again, because just, you two have a beef right, with each other? Can we stop pretending like you're the only two things that exist in this galaxy? <laughs> also, hi, we'd love to meet other world travelers. Yeah. Just a thing. Just a just thing. Just a thought. Why don't we get to talk to them? Yeah. <laughs> hey, we cured cancer over here. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, they're basically at the height of the Cold War between them. So, while they let Daniel talk you know, to to the other country, to Caledonia, they weren't really happy about it, so mm-hmm. uh, they cut it short. The Rand Protector did. Yeah. Each nation can apparently wipe the other planet, other one off the planet a few times over. Doesn't mm. sound familiar at no, all. No, never heard of anything like this. These so, writers, man. <laughs> they're making this stuff up just, just completely off the top yep. of their heads. So there's a new element now in the middle of this. There is some religious fundamentalist led by Soren, mm. uh, who believes that all life was created by an ancient gods, and they will the gods will return and reward them for the faith, and coming through the Stargate did not help their cause. No. Or hurt their cause. No. Or did help their cause. It didn't do anything to help the good people. And Jack's like, well, that sounds shitty. Not our problem. That, yeah. Good job, Jack. <laughs> What the hell? Yeah. Well, again, this is yeah. that's exactly what Daniel or Daniel, what Jack would have said the entire series, but now he's like, you know, the the, the, the commander of the whole base and can't quite be the way he thinks anymore. Well, and you know what it is too is I feel like he's had to learn a little bit about protecting his people. In my brain, it's like, no, Daniel. Remember how you got stuck on Abydos for a hundred yeah. years? Uh-huh. This is how it started. This is, this. do you want ants? Cause yeah, this is how, this you, is how ants. you get ants. Yeah. <laughs> Daniel chases Jack down the hallway for a walk and talk. Daniel wants to go back naturally. because mm-hmm. He's his... like, look, I haven't had an off-world wife in a while. I know. It's time. I'm due. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Jack's like, look, we're really good at sticking our collective noses in where we don't belong. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it's kind of what we do. Uh, and Daniel thinks that he can help them get through this massive uh, paradigm shift in their culture that we have to help. And Jack's like, fine, if you want to go play yeah. and think you can help, uh, you go do that. But the moment things get squirrely, yeah. squirrely, uh-huh. you're out of there. Yeah. He's like, okay. <laughs> so back Which to means, the- no, I won't. Yeah. I'm going to embed myself as deep <laughs> as I can as soon as it gets squirrely. So okay, bye. Yeah, back to the present. Uh, Letta brings Daniel some soup, mm-hmm. uh, and he's up and around barely. 
Uh, Letta is is um, Kane's wife. We learn. Yeah, he's away looking for more survivors. He can answer any questions that Daniel has as to pose what happened. And he all she knows is that Daniel or she, he brought Daniel here because it was safe away from the fighting. I do love this this bed and breakfasty feeling uh-huh. house. Uh-huh. The wallpaper is a little creepy. Uh, yeah, it's like. It's going to come to life and talk to me. Yeah. I'm convinced. Yeah. Cause anything with too many designs on it, I'm like, oh, I feel good about this. Otherwise, I'd love this house. Oh, yeah. That kitchen? Hell yeah. Oh, my gosh. That kitchen? Yeah. All I need is that kitchen. Uh, Yeah. Unknown crawl space under house? Hell yes. Can I just More say, like that. this house is easily big enough uh-huh. that we could just like have our own wings and then share a kitchen. I like it. And then underground is where we play D&D. Exactly. Because yeah. what's better than a really creepy ass place to play D&D? Done. And done. Yes. Dungeon crawling in a dungeon. Oh, that's a new life goal. So. (laughs) Dungeon, dungeon crawling. uh, Daniel has to get back to his world naturally, or at least contact Earth. Uh, And Lilith says that, well, great idea, but reaching the Great Rings basically impossible right now because rebel patrols are everywhere and you're still injured. Mm -hmm. Uh, And Daniel's like, what happened to Commander Gareth? No response. This is where I wrote political stuff, political stuff, political stuff. (laughs) The political stuff gets deeper, don't it worry. It does, it does. Um, I do, um, at the beginning of this episode, um, I, like right here, yeah. I was like, oh, this is going to turn into misery. <laughs> That's where I thought we were going. What's up, girl, that at first seems innocuous and pretty and is helping us out? Now you're going to break Daniel's legs next? Then what happened? Tell us the truth. Oh, you're injured again. You were helping all the people. It's not safe out there. And that would have been really cool to see to see that character turn real dark. That's what I mean. Or a little bit like, what is it? Is it Boxing Helena? Oh, I don't know that one. Boxing Land is a creepy movie with uh, Sherilyn Fenn. See, the word creepy is probably why I haven't seen it. (laughs) It's like the guy (laughs) is a doctor and I think somehow falls in love with her. So he cuts off her her legs and her arms. Yeah, yeah. So it's the X-Files episode Home. Guys, my brain is wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I saw enough X-Files and I'm done with creepy. Yeah. Again, I saw Home way earlier than someone should have seen Home. <laughs> so I'm guessing Home does something similar? Um, so Home is an episode that was actually banned from television. Oh, wow. <laughs> now I need to see it. It involves a, a uh, family who keeps their mother uh, armless and legless <gasps> and then they have more kids. The, the kids... <gasps> Then have sex with her to have more kids. Oh, that's wrong. It's like a whole thing of incest, and yeah, the the mom like I think she's tongueless at some point too. Oh, like God. it's it's real bad. Yeah. So I, th- <laughs> I I can't remember who plays the doctor. I do believe it's on Hulu or Netflix. Oh, I got to watch. My brain is wrong, <laughs> but it's it's made by um here the mo- the person who made it is like. I think it's David Lynch's daughter. Oh, so that... So, you know what I mean? Real, real, just, um... Yeah. Not creepy family. Uh Uh-huh. Their their brains are totally not weird. Their brains do super not weird things at all, guys. (laughs) Super normal brains. I wonder, though, how... What if their lives are so normal that they can... Because because they can get this place to do this. But again, I'm just thinking about the conversation that happens around the dinner table. Because they... I can imagine they're coming up with these stories. Yeah. It's, yeah. It, you either have to be so healthy 
Yeah. Or so completely broken. Uh huh. But again, yeah. dinner conversations. Super fun times. Real good. Yeah. So back, okay, back in to the gate room. Not misery. Still in the presence. Yeah. Uh, Sam Sorry, and Teal come back from meeting with Soren, the leader uh-huh. of the rebels. <laughs> but they only got to meet him for a few minutes because Soren has united all the fundamentalist factions in the Ram Protectorate mm-hmm. and he's pretty much in control of everything. He's not going to allow them to even look for Daniel. I like um, the way Rand Protector it sounds. It does I'm sound I'm just going to, like, use that. Okay. There'll be a, some name of some country where one of your characters is from. We'll D&D. come up with, yeah, we'll find it. Um, so instead they leave. They, like, insist that they leave. And he's like, yeah, we're all looking into it. Don't problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's also not going to let them send a UAV, claiming it would interfere with their own radio communication. And right now they literally have no clue if Daniel's alive or dead. Right. Six weeks ago, in the London cabinet war rooms, <laughs> Churchill's in the corner <laughs> there at Code Blue, the second highest, and it's not good. Soren is taking over city by city. Yeah, it's bad times. Civil unrest all over the place. Also, the Caledonians have raised their levels. So they had to keep up with the Joneses. Yeah, so basically, it's just all. It's the end of the world animation. Yeah. Again, I'll buy no black sheep. <laughs> Come to life. Uh huh. But on another planet. Yeah. I like how this episode just kind of combines World War II and the Cold War. Yeah. Like, just put them all in one. Just shove all the shitty times mm-hmm. into one time. Let's, yeah, one shitty time. But yeah, can you imagine? So God. we hear um, Gareth telling Trayden, who is the leader of the Caledonians, uh-huh. that they're, they're like, yeah, we're going to share the technology of the gate once we understand it. And Trayden's like, that's kind of bullshit because we know exactly what we would do. And you're not letting our scientists anywhere near it. Right. Not letting us talk to the offworlders. Yeah. Um. And and Gareth is like, well, if it was in Caledonia, it wouldn't be any different. And Trayden's like, eh, potatoes, potatoes. Yeah. You don't, let's not talk about that. He's denying it while knowing that's exactly yeah. true. Uh, and that's not the point right now. <laughs> and Gareth is like, look, if you stand down, then we'll stand down. And we're like, okay. No. <laughs> Caledonia apparently has been under martial law since the news of the offworld was first hit. And oh look, no uprising or civil war here. Hmm. Your country's on the verge of collapse. Uh, deal with it. And if Soren takes over your country, we're just it's an act of war. That's you yeah. declaring war. Yeah, we're fucked. And we'll respond. Yep. Back in the- Yeah, this is not good times. How do you deal with this? It's like the it's the Cuban Missile Crisis. Uh-huh. Uh, meets, I don't know what else. It's just bad. It's again, it's like all the worst times uh-huh. put together put into them all one. into one worst time. Yeah. Back in the present, Daniel has found a pretty awesome bomber jacket <laughs> and an old radio, and he's yeah. trying to pick up any signal or send signal or anything through the gate. Uh, Leta comes in, and they're like, well, while you're waiting to be rescued, do you use a walk and talk? <laughs> Uh, they walk and talk through the grounds, and she wonders how Daniel can know that Soren's gods aren't real. He's like, well, we've met them, so while they're ish real, they're not like gods. Yeah. And they're I know kind the of truth about you. The worst things ever. Yeah. I won't call them people, just worse. They're complete shitheads. Uh, she reminds him that this is not his or Earth's fault, mm-hmm. and uh, it's better that you came through the gate than the ghoul so and besides the fact that our planet was gonna go to shit either way yeah <laughs> it didn't come in for a long time um and you did choose to stay 
and fight and save my husband rather than go home. So you did try to help. Yeah, a little bit. I love that. She's trying to, like, cheer him up. I know. It's like, your fucking life is shit right now because Uh of this dude. I mean, good attempt, but okay. (laughs) But I do kind of agree with... There's multiple people that tell Daniel this. I do agree, sounding like what was happening. This was going to happen in a matter matter of years, no matter what. Yeah, this just accelerated things. Um, And it's only been since Daniel has been here that Letta has actually hoped... That they could undo this and rebuild. And then they fought. Did you see? Basically. Yeah. I mean, if, 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 if. Look, if she weren't so full of integrity, they would have done it by now. Oh, I was actually about to say if he had stayed away for an extra like three days before husband yeah, came home. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> Or if he died. And oh, if he died. Oh, yeah, no. His own. That would have definitely happened. Yeah. But I will give them credit. Both they of do. them. They do. Yeah. do, do. They for sure. Because um, you know they want to. You know they want to. They're just going to. They, we're only missing that scene from like every rom-com where they're both lying in bed staring at the ceiling. <laughs> but their walls are touching. So it's like they're sharing. A, you know what I mean? They're sharing yeah. the wall where their heads are. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. That's, I mean, they I fuck a couple times. A little bit. A little, little bit. bit. Yeah, I mean. A little bit. They both go back to the room and consider. Uh-huh. Uh-huh, and wonder. And then take care of things. Yeah. Uh, in the control room, back at Earth, Walter and Sam are calling over the radio for Daniel. They have a ton of signals. Yeah. Uh, they try to explain to Jack, but, but they're all garbled, because they're pretty sure both sides are jamming transitions. Mm-hmm. And I go, ooh, raspberry. <laughs> See, I just keep thinking of the movie Frequency now. Like I'm like, oh, they're gonna run into Jim Caviezel, and he's like, no, I'm looking for my dad. And they're like, oh, I'm looking for my friends on Earth. Are you on Earth? Earth. It's like, yes, I am on Earth. Earth. So SG Nine is there on the planet trying to negotiate, but it's going nowhere. Yeah. Uh, Sword still won't let them look for Daniel because their presence will just cause more panic and fear. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Jack's like, okay, now I'm pissed. You just want to meet this guy. Yeah. Back at the house, as soon as Daniel walks outside, someone comes up behind him and places a gun to his face. But don't worry, it's Kane and his men. Oh, boy. Uh, over some food inside, Kane explains that they got as close to the capital as they could, but everyone suspected of being loyal to the old government is being executed Jeez. on the spot. Yeah. Like, no questions asked. Mm-hmm. And the death count, like... Again, we're combining all the wars. Yeah. It's a little bit DSS. Yeah. Uh, yeah, bad times. Bad times. And it's like the death count doesn't matter to the rebels. They just want the chaos to keep going. Yeah. Uh, and at this point, most are too afraid to fight back. They're basically already broken. They've they've given up hope, and they're a, they're just starting to pledge blind loyalty just to stay alive. I pledge to whatever's not going to kill me. Yeah. That's exactly (laughs) what the words would be. Uh, And Kane um, tells Daniel what happened that night Mm. in flashback form. So Daniel comes into the bunker, hearing the Stargate has been moved into the bunker for safety. The rebels are in control of all the major cities in the Ram Protectorate. Both countries have weapons primed, ready to fire at each other. Great times. Yeah. 
Super cool. So again, this is probably more the Cupid Missile Crisis. Yeah, part. yeah. Except it's it like we're hap- except, except it, re- it happened. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> except it wasn't solved. They, yeah, they did not have uh, whatever you want to call it luck or diplomacy <laughs> on their side. They they, uh, they just botched the role basically. Yeah, yeah. that's we're fucked now. <laughs> Uh, he's like, Daniel, you should probably head home now. Mm-hmm. Trayden calls and tells him that they, how super concerned Caledonia is that this is now a civil war. And Yikes. if any weapon systems fall into rebel hands, then Caledonia won't be safe. You know, here's the thing, guys. That doesn't help. Caledonia, this is not helpful. Hey, I see you're you're losing. So we're just going to bomb you. Yeah. Hey, I, I hear you're having a tough time, so I'm just going to bomb you. Yeah. No, that's not how you help the situation. That's how you make situation worse. Yeah. Done. Off Gareth and Trayden quit back and forth about how letting the Stargate knowledge be shared, and they're both like, not the point right now. Kane whispers to Gareth that the rebels have compromised a missile deployment facility. Hmm. Trayden has heard this from his own advisors, so... Trayden is now targeting Rand missiles. Don't worry, only your missile sites... Uh, and because uh, we, Caledonia, uh-huh. is just preventing a full-scale war by destroying your weapons. I mean, that part, I guess I would respond that way. What would you do? I, I, I give them, for whatever credit I can give them, uh-huh. I give them the credit that they are not just bombing the mm-hmm. Raid Protectorate. They are targeting the weapons. Yep. They, you know... Uh, but we see the map with the missiles in the air uh-huh. coming. Yeah. I think he's Can't... saying one thing, doing another. It's a problem. Oh, you don't think he's just targeting missiles? Nope. <laughs> I don't think... I mean... Like, there's no credit I can give either side in this, sure. but... Uh, it, yeah. It's a tough one. What do you do in that situation? I'm trying to think... Genuinely, what do I do in that situation? Well... I At this point, go there's into no a diplomacy. Closet with uh-huh. my knitting and yeah. just kind of bunker down. because yeah. <laughs> I do see it. I see. Look, we we need to um, eliminate the threat. Yeah, and the threat is the missiles. It's not you or them. It's the missiles. I would do the actual targeting of the missiles. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe just maybe just that one that you know has been taken over. Start there. Then yeah. see what happens. Exactly. Yeah, it's fair. It's just the immediate threat. Like, not a ton of bombs. Not bombs raining down. Yeah. Just, yeah, like, yeah, surgical yeah. strike. Just not, just like a trickle of bombs. But maybe wait until you can sense their weapons are powering up. Like, wait till last minute. Yeah, I don't know that I would wait till last minute. Yeah. But that's me. I'm Grace Broken. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I would either. I'm just saying. Guys, again, don't put me in politics. <laughs> War! <laughs> was a good fall. Absolutely nothing. Yeah, Say again. <laughs> I apologize for whatever just campens. Uh, we're not allowed rum anymore. No rum before breakfast. Yeah, what is this? I don't know what drink this is. This is 12 year spiced rum, lime. And orange. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's something. We'll figure out a name. We'll fi- we'll we'll find it. So back in the present, Kane or Kane and Daniel are still walking and talking. And after that, Soren launched missiles. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fucking Soren. I know. I also in in Star Trek Generations, uh-huh. the guy's name is Soren too. 
So don't name something Soren. No. Got it. Okay. It's it's if if it's not pronounced identical, it's very close to it. So. <laughs> Um, but yeah, he took over the weapons and then he launched them at Caledonia. Cool, cool, cool. Full scale war. Within days, all the cities were leveled on both sides. Only a fraction of the population survived in the countryside. Mm-hmm. Um, and while Caledonia filed first, the Ram Protectorate was way more accurate and way more deadly. Yikes. Uh, Sauron used that time of chaos to take over the bunker, and it actually, it was Daniel who saved Cain, not the other way around. So, oh, Daniel. You know, I'm not that surprised. Not surprised. At this point, Daniel's like, look, I've lived, I've died, <laughs> I've lived. lived again. <laughs> yeah, I'm not scared of any of this anymore. No. So, flashback to the ground shaking from impacts in the bunker. Mm-hmm. Um, Cain tries to get Daniel to the Stargate, but they have to go the other direction now. Yep. Um, and they're walking... Very slowly. <laughs> and the door explodes, and it's Soren's forces. Giant gunfight! Kane gets hit in the leg. Daniel helps him up and leads him to a bunker door. Yeah, something and weird. It, it takes him through the tunnel outside to the city, and there's a bomb coming, and they both dive as the explosion hits. So, I don't understand the piles of sandbags in I the bunker. F- I feel like it's reinforcement. Okay. Like, if- from what I can gather in, in stuff like that, I'm completely speaking out of my ass. But uh-huh. it's it's a way because this is literally like dug out of dirt. Okay. So you have the sandbags there in the same way that sandbags would hold back water. They're sure. like holding back the dirt. And those are actually like the walls. That's okay. I'll, t- I'll take it. I'll buy it. Yeah. I'm just like, why? I think they're literally structural integrity. Or maybe it's the sandbag storage facility. <laughs> it's the sandbag storage facility. <laughs> okay. For incoming I'm floods. good. I'll take it. I'll take it. In the present, thankfully, loyal mm-hmm. soldiers found them first, and uh, they brought Daniel here, who was much more injured than Cain was. Mm. Uh, Commander Gareth was executed Yikes. as soon as the bunker fell, and Soren set up a provisional government, not that there's much left to govern, oh, shit. Uh, and he now controls the Stargate. Cool, cool, cool. Leave the crazy uh, religious be, maniac in charge. To be fair, I don't know if they had an option but no, to leave him in charge. No, 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 no. Yeah, but it's like, that's our life is good. Life is good now. Uh, so at the SGC, Sam, Jack, and Teal welcome Soren and a couple flunkies to Earth, mm-hmm. and they have renamed Rand to be Avedon, <sighs> or the planet to be Avedon. What a... Ugh, and Tilk translates from the ancient ghoul dialect. It means the gods are just. I want it to be wrong. Like when people get the bad <laughs> Chinese tattoos yeah. that are like, this means hope. And they're like, actually, it means pizza. I want Tilk to be like, actually, it means butt face. Yeah. Well, you just translated it to mean butt face. So planet butt face. It's also, they. it is called the Great Ring of Avedon. Uh-huh. So it's. That's fair. Yeah. But I, I, I want him to be yeah. wrong. And I hope the gold come and I hope they eat. Well, they dinner. do uh, question Teal'c's translations oh. later. We'll get Let's, to. Uh, we'll yeah. get to. Uh-huh. So back at the estate, Daniel is thinking. Mm-hmm. If Soren is just ruling from the bunker, then all they have to do is take the bunker back mm-hmm. and regain control. And while it would be suicide, yes, if we only attack from our side with the forces <laughs> that Kane has, if we could do a two-pronged attack with some forces through the Stargate, could work. Dun, 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 dun. Kane quickly dismisses it. <laughs> He's like, look, you've quote unquote helped us before. Yeah. Uh, and you can't contact them. It's not possible to return. 
you live here now. Yeah, deal with it. You've got to start dealing with this new reality that we have, Sorin 1. Meanwhile, Alita's like, and I've got to love. She's like loving it. She's behind the scenes, she's like, yeah, soon enough. I'm getting a boat. Why not, girl? Get it. Exactly. I got two husbands. Do what I want. No. No. So, in the briefing room on Earth, Soren and Jack try and agree that they love the old gal, the Stargate, for different reasons. Um, and you can tell that Teal'c is barely holding his rage together. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, he sort of just wants to kill this guy now. Yeah. Please, uh, please, may I? And Soren just wants to defend his people's way of life. Right? Mm-hmm. That's it? Mm-hmm. So, I'm impressed by Jack. Because yeah. Jack would have been like, so Tilk, you want to just take them all back and I'll look the other way? <laughs> cool. Bye. Like, old Jack would have just been like, oh, I'm just going to drop this papers oh, and take forever looking for them. I can't. I don't see anything. Yeah. So I dropped all my shit on the floor. Yeah. I was busy picking those up. So Sam explains that, look, we're offering aid uh-huh. for your people in exchange for trying to locate Daniel. But Soren's like... Yeah, there's no way he's still alive, and we must decline. Um, we are interested in weapons, though. Cool, cool, cool. No thanks. <sighs> so, no. yeah, just a douchebag. Just yeah. a giant douchebag. What happened, according to Soren, is that those who refused to believe had to be purged so we oh. can begin anew. Uh. And Jack's like, we call that crimes against humanity. Yeah. Uh, I mean, no big, but Soren's cool. also not done. Yeah. He needs to take over Caledonian for the revolution to be complete. Oh, boy. He's just the worst. Like, the absolute worst. <sighs> no redeeming qualities of this man. No, no. And completely unapologetic about his shittiness. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Like, it's almost worse than the... And maybe apologetic is the wrong word, but completely doesn't understand how this is wrong. He's yeah. like, no, it's just what needs to happen. He's aware now. of everything he does, but he thinks it's right. Yeah. He is the hero of his own story. Exactly. Yes. So at the estate, Letta is hanging laundry, and yeah. Daniel wants her to talk to Kane. She's having a hipster A-plus day. Oh, my god! She's hang-drying I'd laundry. I'd love to have the space to hang-dry laundry. She's got... The outfit is on point. Oh, completely on point. She is fully hipstered out. She's going to go inside and bake some bread and have like a crafted cocktail. All the fun things. Not that I'm judging. As I say with my crafted cocktail. Not that I'm judging. And I have bread rising. Yeah. I'm clearly not judging. (laughs) And I've just darned my own socks yesterday. (laughs) This is the life that we want. Also, I spin my own yarn. (laughs) I am the, I I like to say, I never deny that I'm not a hipster, Uh but I like to say that I'm like the non-annoying version of a hipster. Well, you don't shove it in other people's faces. No, no. Unless I'm the, shoving you, yarn in their it's face. The, it's the non-judgmental version. Exactly. I never denied I'm not a hipster. Yeah, whereas <laughs> I think I think I fall more into just the pretentious category. But just but, a little bit pretentious. But the, but the non is annoying pretentious. I, I'll, I'll take Like, on my downtime, my reading is like research papers like you <laughs> will you will sometimes say something and essentially push your glasses yeah, up a I, do too. Yeah. I do too but you're not like you're not sitting in the back of the room blatantly judging other people Fair. I'm doing it all internally exactly <laughs> exactly you're not voicing it's your gross. judgments it's gross. <laughs> but yeah but the point is Lita's having an A plus hipster oh, day I she love is it. on point I love it 
Yeah. Um, but anyways, Daniel wants her to talk to Kane and convince him to not give up. Um, because she can't give up. Mm-hmm. She, you know, like... But to her... There's nothing to give up on. It's already gone. Like, those unlucky enough to survive are just going to die from disease or Soren's going to come and kill them. Like, there's no future to her She's like, we might as well just fuck. (laughs) (laughs) It is a very... You and me ain't nothing but animals, so let's do it on the the Discovery Channel. Uh, There's something interesting here, because you're like, there's clearly tension, but I can't actually tell what Lita wants. No. Like, it's like, does she? No, but... Okay, I, to be I'm fair, go I don't now. think she even knows what she yeah, wants. Yeah, fair. She just knows she's unhappy. She's just unhappy. Yeah. And and we'll get to that in here in a second. Boy. But but Daniel tells her rebellions are built on hope. Oh. <laughs> yes. And and you know, she's like, but what? So we get rid of Soren and then you leave. Mm-hmm. Because my eyes are telling you that I've fallen in love with you. Yes. Because my husband in distance We've and grown I've grown close <laughs> your convalescence. And I've forgotten what it's like to feel. Also, I like the word convalescence in the sense of just like you're getting like I'm resting, I'm yeah. convalescing. Yes. Like I want to change the meaning back to be more than just an oh. old people home. Yes. Or Kaylee Barks. Uh, or Kaylee Barks. Sorry, um, guys. And. And Lila's like, look, I'll talk to him. He's not going to listen. <laughs> so in Jack's office, Jack is super frustrated. Oh, yeah. Um, and they're still hoping to get a signal from Daniel. Mm-hmm. And I do love the sit gesture yeah. that that yeah. he's like to, to Teal'c. Um, Jack is like, look, just get a signal from Daniel. I don't give a shit how you do it. Uh-huh. I give no fucks. Just keep get going. a yeah. signal from Daniel. Yeah. Go perform a miracle. Bye. So Letta does talk to Kane. Mm-hmm. And he thinks it's madness. And it would hurt their future chances at attacking if they go and do Daniel's plan. Um, and she's like, but this could work. Yeah. He goes, you want me to throw away the lives of me and my men so Daniel can return home? Mm-hmm. Sure, why not? And he, she's like, no, it's not just for Daniel to return home. It's so that we can rebuild. Kane's like, look, I'm not an idiot. I'm not stupid. I've seen what's growing between you and Daniel. <laughs> and if I could, I know I've been shitty and a kind of a douchebag the last couple of years. If I could, I probably would change that. But eh, we can't really do that anymore. We don't have room for regrets. And he flat out asks, do you love him? Yikes. And she pauses. Hmm. And she says, I trust him. That's a good answer. It is a very is a diplomatic answer. answer. It is a good answer because she's not lying. She's not lying. Yeah. Yeah. And and she's, and the thing is, I don't think she's trying to lie either. No. I just think she doesn't know more than that. Exactly. She, yeah. Yeah. It's good. It's a good answer. So in, in the briefing room, Soren tells Jack that Avedon... We will just live a simple, quiet life waiting for our gods to return. And Jack goes, you realize how shitty your gods are, right? It's kind of like, uh, is it ghost? Or he's like, you in danger, girl. (laughs) Like, you don't know what's coming. (laughs) Uh, Teal's like, your gods just kind of enslave you and kill you. Mm -hmm. But, you know, go ahead. And Saren doesn't hear any of this. Like, it doesn't compute his brain. Uh, And later, Soren heads back to his people. And Sam tells them to come up to the control room because via some Sam magic, 
They have Daniel on the line. Look, you told me I had to do this. Don't ask how. She's like, I sacrificed a couple of things. Did some old chants. Um, blew up a couple sons. And, and Daniel starts peppering in some gould into his conversation. <laughs> like Keltesh, which is a well-known Jaffa battle tactic, including mm-hmm. flanking attack from two sides. Yes. In the briefing room... Sam is like, if Tilk translations are correct, and I'm like, that would be like going Grace. Yeah. Grace, are these Spanish translations yeah, that you did yeah. correct? It's like, let me tell Tilk's like, this is like the one language I've spoken my entire life. You realize English Please. is a new language for me, right? Please, yeah. I do love how Daniel's basically like the crow flies at midnight and Jack's like, what? <laughs> like the second he's speaking gold, even if you don't know what he's saying, yeah. you understand something's coming up. Uh-huh. Like, oh, got it. Got it. Yup. <laughs> Tell me more about Keltesh and Krubis. my things. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also, I would like to rename this battle tactic the Oreo cookie. Oh, that's a good name for it. <laughs> the Oreo. Yeah. Because it's like you come at it from both sides and you make a little sandwich. The Oreo. And then you eat the cream. Uh-huh. And then you, you well, no. With you guns. Do you pile the cream from multiple cookies into one cookie. <laughs> yeah. No double stuffed. Just do cr- it yourself. Yeah. It's just, it's worth the work. Um, so Daniel's plan is to come through the gate at the same time, um... Is, well, is for SG forces to come through the gate at the same time that Daniel and Kane's men come through that tunnel that we know exists. Uh, Sam wants to take SG's 3, 6, and 12 as backup. They go in hot. They get the job done. They're home by lunch. Done and done. And Jack gives him a go. Also, I think that Jack should learn gold by now. Also, no. I, I think I no, want to learn gold. I'd be interested in learning gold. I, I mean, enough people learn Klingon. Why can't I learn gold? I would rather learn ancient. Oh, that would be good, too. Yeah, I'd rather learn ancient than gold. Let's learn ancient. Okay. Let's do it. Okay. So, at the estate, Kane is amazed that only 15 people are coming through the gate. Yeah. Seriously? Daniel's like, yes, you don't know how good these men are. Also, there's women, too. Yeah. They're just good. They're, They're good. very good. Yeah. Uh, and and just then, Leta tells them that Soren's men are coming. So, everyone runs to the cellar, runs to the dungeon. Yes. It's a good thing that that dungeon has, like, that pantry shelf covering it. Yeah. Here's my question. Has that always been like that? Or did they build this shelf in to help hide the door? Oh, she did that. Because we've learned by now that she's pretty fucking competent. She is, yeah. She's smart. She's getting shit done. Getting women doing it for themselves. In fact, well, we'll get, we're about to get to it, so I'll wait. Okay. Um, the soldiers come in, start mm-hmm. asking her questions, they yes. grab her wrist, and I like the idea, that I to... think you're on the same track, this does not hurt as much as she's playing nope. it up to be. She is pretending her heart out. She is being, she's she is... got an Academy Award coming for uh-huh. her. Yeah. Full out damsel in distress. Yeah. Oh yeah. She's yeah. going for it. She's like, bitch, please. <laughs> but, oh, you're hurting me. Oh, please. Oh, sir. I am weak woman. Uh, they find men's shoes and clothes in the house. Yeah, she tells them that, yeah, I had a husband, of course, and then he died and yeah. you killed him. Yeah. Like, you killed my husband, so that's why he's not here. Remember that time? Because you killed him. Yeah. He'd be dead because of you. Badass women of history. Um, And she's like, look, I just want to live a simple life like the ancient text says. Whatever you want to hear is what I'm saying Yep, because right I ain't our smart. Uh, and then they leave mm-hmm. with a pile of dirt on her freshly sweeped floors. Motherfucker. Did you see that pile of dirt in the doorway? Yes. 
Welcome to my life. You've seen my home that I sweep twice a day because of dogs who wrestle in dirt. And then a boyfriend, Jesse, with hobbit feet. And our house that just to the point where our door sometimes won't open and it glows properly because of all the fucking dirt. dirt in the track. Not that you have yes. a beef or anything. Not that I'm, you know, holding on to this or anything. <laughs> so sometime later, Kate and Daniel and the men are getting ready to head out outside, going over the plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, Letta is a ball of feels mm-hmm. over in the corner, watching both her husband and her Daniel leave. Yeah. And they both say their own goodbyes Any to chance her. at happiness is yeah. walked out the door. Uh-huh. Yikes. And it starts... They run through the tunnels as the SG teams prep to head through the gate. Tilk uh, and Sam throw some smoke bombs to the gate. Mm-hmm. One of Soren's flunkies tells him that the loyalist troops are in the bunker. They're already taking over key positions. Mm-hmm. Also, the offworlders are here. Uh, they're working together. It's the Oreo cookie maneuver. Uh, They've got us. And Soren refuses to evacuate. Mm-hmm. Gunfire rains. Yep. Uh, explosions from the SGC teams. Finally, eventually, Kane calls I, a ceasefire. I feel like the SG teams are like a Dungeons and Dragon crew that just wants to fight. Oh, yeah. They're like, we have been so ready for this forever. We have been waiting for this moment. We've Full had a couple on. teams that are like, oh. I just want to go kill things. Is this time for killing? Kill Got things. it. Ready to just kill things. Just want to go kill things and <laughs> have myself a snack. Yeah, I was trying to think of <laughs> Sorry. some. some. Snack works, though, because after it killing, does. you get real hungry. Yeah, I was trying to actually think of a one-word thing. Oh, and find myself some loot. There you go. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But eventually both sides of the Oreo cookie meet in the gooey Uh center. Soren center. And and call a ceasefire. Daniel is good. He's alive. Yeah. Uh, I know, and Oreos too. Uh, All that is left is to take the war room. Hmm. And clearly there's no fighting in the war room. No. There's and in no, fact, there is no, well, there's violence in the yeah. war room, but there's no fighting in there's the war no room. There's no sex in the champagne room. There's no fighting in the war room. So the A tells Soren the update. Uh, he refuses to surrender mm-hmm. and he tells his people to engage the forces outside the door. They've surrounded him. And Kane knows that Soren's not going to surrender. Mm-hmm. Inside, his flunky reminds him that, like, we're hopelessly outnumbered. Mm. There's no hope for survival here. And so instead of, like, listening to that, he just turns around and then shoots her and kills her. Super awesome way to get your followers to continue following you. Exactly. And he tells the rest of his people that they are only here to honor their gods. In their name, they rose up. In their names, they purged the non-believers. In their name, they will die if necessary. They're like, about that dying part. (laughs) What if we don't Don't do that part? I mean, if we're dead, we can't honor him anymore, can we? Right? So maybe no dying? And Totally fine with not dying. And he tells them to not dishonor them with cowardice. (laughs) No one moves. Shocker. Right. Uh, And he's like, look, I'll show you faith. And he grabs a rifle and heads out to meet the combined forces alone. Good, Good call. Good best, best call. Uh, kind of the best plan <laughs> in our side. Oh, yeah. Uh, on the other side, Sam tells him to drop his weapon, and when he doesn't, Kane kills him. Yeah, he's like, I tried. And you can see Sam is like, why did you shoot? 
And yeah. Kane's like, I give no shit. Because I wanted to. Yeah. Uh, it's, oh, I had no choice. <laughs> it's over. Yeah. Uh, Daniel hopes that Soren, or uh, that Kane didn't just make a martyr out of Soren. Well, now that you've said it, now we're all <laughs> thinking it, Daniel. Uh, but Kane said he had no choice. Uh, and he's like, you can return to your word now. Like I said, none of this was your fault. Bye. Yeah. Daniel reminds him that their promise to help the planet rebuild is still... The promise. The promise. Um, (laughs) And Daniel heads home with Sam and the rest of the teams as they walk away. Again, growth. Growth by everybody. Before, Daniel would have stayed here. Daniel would have maybe taken someone's wife. (laughs) A lot of things would have gone a little differently. And look, it's not that Daniel's... He's just grown. He's Mm -hmm. grown. Not that he doesn't care about her, but he's understood that... Caring about someone does not mean that you have to always go all the way with that person. Exactly. Especially when they're taken or unavailable. Like, or he just emotionally all the way. Yeah. Like, yeah. You, there's, restraint can be a good thing when you're working. Yeah. You don't have when to, you're like, working. you don't have to, like, save this person. Imagine at your job, if you just, everyone you liked, you were like, I love you now. <laughs> that would be inappropriate. There are times and places where it is appropriate. <laughs> And times and places where it is not. I will. Oh give, god, that just gave me the willies to think I about. I will give Daniel like the the one thing of like it is when you are a member of the SGC. We've seen before it is extremely difficult to know when work stops and life starts. Yeah, there's there's very blurred line. Yeah, but it's nice. I feel like they're both un- they're all understanding that a little yeah. bit more. It's a good thing, guys. It's healthy. And yeah, so they eventually will slowly rebuild. Hopefully, Hopefully. there's not like a Soren sect out there somewhere. There may be a little tiny one somewhere. Maybe a tiny one. There's always like cults that come up. But again, I feel like this, as much as this was a a sort of fundamentalist group that I think a lot of this was a cult of personality. Oh, fair. I think a lot of this without Soren wouldn't have risen to that point. Right. This was a cult of personality as much as it was sort of a re- fundamentalist religious group. True. Yeah. True. My fear would be now there's Soren followers. Well, there's more. There's that's exactly what they said. Like he's now a martyr. That's what I mean. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see how they work that one out. And maybe you know, if we're lucky, everything's fine. Lita turns the house into a B and B. Uh huh. Um, you know, it's a place where people could get away from the daily life. Super <laughs> of awesome. All the cities being destroyed. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I mean, they did say the mass, the, the vast majority of this population on this planet are dead. Yeah, that's not great times, but we'll 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 move forward. And you know that these at least aren't nuclear weapons that they bombed, because otherwise we'd have nuclear winter right now. Oh, so right. at least are conventional bombs. Yeah. For whatever good that is. <laughs> Silver lightning. Yeah. <laughs> Silver lightning. They weren't nuclear. Yay. Yay. I worked. I liked this episode. Um, it was fun. It was, I think I'm ready. You know, I get to this point every season. Yeah. Where they're fun, they're fun, they're fun. But I'm like, I need more story. Like, I well, get obsessed with the story. Well, we only have three. Did we forget to put last week's episode? We did. We did forget. Well, this is only four, right? Oh, no, this, this is five. This is five. Yeah, we forgot to uh, put Zero Hour on our list. We d- Although it is on the list, though. It is. Oh, it's because New Order was two episodes. Yeah, we know things. Okay, so this, I think, this might at least go above lockdown for me. That's exactly where I am. Okay, so this um, comes in here as icon. So you're going to put it, our list is still identical? I'm going to actually put it above zero hour. Okay. Yeah. Just because it's fun to look at. Yeah. 
Um, I like anything that kind of portrays a, a world. And we forgot to do little... our, our rankings for Atlantis. You'll last see week, it next we'll week. We'll do it next week. When we hit episode, what's the next episode in Atlantis? Uh, the next episode in. Um, oh, what's it called? It is. It's called Suspicion. Yes. It's so suspicious. It's suspicious minds. I, yeah. don't, I don't know. I was trying to go with superstitious <laughs> and I couldn't make it turn into suspicion. Um, it's very it's suspi- suspicious. The sea doesn't work. Supernatural. Um, I was trying to go with supernatural on that one. <laughs> okay. I think the drink is getting to me. <laughs> we never did name it. I'm going to call it the uh, Oreo cookie maneuver. <laughs> the, we're going to call it the Ran Protectorate. <gasps> yes. The Ran Protectorate. Guys, we're going to finish up the Ram Protectorate. Yeah. We'll see you next week. You know where to find us. On Twitter, we're at Tara Podcast. On Facebook, there's no place like Tara. You can email us at there's no place like Tara at gmail.com. And patreon.com slash into a place like Tara. I'm putting on the final touches of a great big massive He's gonna multi-month pod card. It's going to be good times. It's going to be good times. I promise. Uh, we'll see you guys soon. Bye. Bye.